0: Welcome to Know Your True Self, a show dedicated to raising the consciousness of humanity. I'm James.
1: Hey, I'm Samantha.
0: So no matter how much you work to live through your true self, no matter how much you try to bring your best self into every situation you possibly can, navigating life comes with a lot of challenges. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of situations that cause conflict, and it's difficult to overcome conflict. When conflict happens, it creates a fracture in our relationship. I mean, just last weekend, there was a misunderstanding in our household, and it created a fracture that lasted a day and a half. And after the situation happened, we talked through it, there was apologies, the misunderstanding was talked about, but the residual effect was left over, and it took a while to shake off. That energy and that type of conflict is natural. Those types of fractures are natural. But what's challenging is like if we kept letting these fractures go unattended, more fractures surface through more conflict, more misunderstanding. And as a result, it creates divides between us. And sometimes those divides happen with the people that are close to you in life, your closest friends, your family, the people you love. And that can also happen at work. It can also happen just through acquaintances, you know. Those simple misunderstandings can't be left unattended. They have to be addressed in a timely fashion when both parties can be calm and sort through what happens so everyone can move on with a sense of comfort, understanding, and mutual agreement that you both care about each other. You're both looking out for each other. And it was a mistake. And mistakes happen. Fractures happen.
1: We're only human. We get our feelings hurt. And sometimes when our feelings get hurt, we overreact or we assume the worst. And usually it's not the case. And After we resolved it, we were just talking about the fact that it's so rare that we have those situations with each other because we're usually on the same page. But when it did happen, it really shook us to the core for a couple of days. And imagine if we were having those fractures on a daily basis or multiple times a day, we we're just thinking about how people in their relationships must be navigating this all the time. And sometimes it is hard to know when to bring something up. So what do you let go? What do you bring up? What do you make a big deal about? What do you just kind of like push under the rug? And I think it's really a case by case basis. And there's so many different kinds of reasons you might be having these fractures in your relationships. Like let's take just our example, a simple misunderstanding. That's a great thing to bring up. It wasn't related to a personal attack or a personality trait that you didn't like about me or something more deep rooted. It was a situational thing that happened that we needed to clear up right in the moment. I think looking back, it is important to let your feelings cool off before you bring something up. And that might take a few hours. It might take walking away from the situation before you come to the person and express your feelings because it's really hard to resolve something when you're in the heat of the moment and you bring it up when you're just like totally angry or upset about something. It can be hard to see eye to eye and get to that apology or get to clearing the air when feelings are running so hot.
0: You can't make someone angry and influence them at the same time. It just doesn't work. You're just tossing out destructive energy, and they're going to slap back, and that's unfortunate. And if you do try to go at it with that approach, the fracture becomes deeper. You say things you don't mean. Your emotions get the best of you. You are essentially reacting through your survival instincts. Your unconscious mind thinks that your life is being threatened in some way, when actuality it's probably not. And the person that's standing across from you that you have the rift between has a lot of things going on in their life, in their mind that you don't even know about. You have no clue what they're going through. And to have empathy and take a moment to understand where they could be coming from and why. Take a walk in their shoes. Try to imagine what led them to this behavior And sometimes that helps calm you down a little bit because you start to see the world through their lens instead of your own. And then when you start to talk together, you can ask questions. Why were you feeling that way? Like, why did it make you upset? And reinforce that it wasn't your intention to do that. You're there to support them. You're there to be loving. And I think the more that we ask for forgiveness and take ownership of those moments when we do act in a way that's upsetting to others is extremely important. And if you don't own that, it becomes a finger-pointing game. And that finger-pointing game is really destructive, and then it's like you're constantly fighting for some sense of moral superiority over the other person, and then that fracture is ready to grow. And you can't leave fractures unattended again. You have to work to fuse them back together, because if more fractures surface, if you've ever been on ice that starts to crack... It's scary. You're walking so delicately in any moment you think you could create one false move that will make you fall through into icy cold waters. Same thing with a relationship. You want to fuse those fractures back together so you're both on stable ground. You need to be on stable ground, seeing eye to eye, and speaking through the heart. And speaking through the heart requires courage. I mean, that's what courage means. Its root is core and it is to speak through the heart. So, the more we don't speak through the mind, our unconscious mind that's in a state of survival, and we raise our level of consciousness, find that calm, find that peace, have a little five minute meditation, calm down, and then talk, then address a the situation.
1: Speaking through the heart and speaking through the ego sound completely different, right? Like, if you're mad about something and you're speaking through the ego or the mind, the unconscious mind, you might just start like yelling and being like, why would you do that? Like you always do that. You might start just attacking. If you're speaking through the heart and you've calmed down for just like five minutes, you might say, Hey, like my feelings really got hurt in this situation. You might be more vulnerable. And as soon as you open a conversation with vulnerability about like, my feelings got hurt when this happened, can you explain like why this happened from your perspective? And how we could do it different next time. Like it's a totally different conversation. And then that person's not going to be attacking back. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like that wasn't my intent. So it completely changes the tone of the conversation. Now, it might take five minutes to get yourself in that calm place in order to have that conversation. It might take five days. Sometimes it takes days. I know for myself personally, I was dealing with a situation at work and it took me probably a week to bring something up to someone because I wanted to make sure. I was in a good headspace. I had really like thought it through of like all the different perspectives, how I wanted to approach it. And I'm really glad I gave it that much time because when you're reacting in the heat of the moment, you might not handle it in the best way. So really give yourself that time, but don't just let it slide under the rug. I think that's the point. Because when you let things go and you don't talk about them, they just build and build and build. And you might be listening as thinking about a repeating argument that you might have with A relationship in your life. And whoa, we always fight about this thing. And maybe it's something silly like who's doing the dishes or who didn't do the dishes or who's picking up the kids or who. Like there might be repeating recurrences that you guys argue over. And that could be a personal relationship. It could be a work relationship. And usually the reason it repeats is because no one's really addressing it and bringing it up. So I think those are important to raise early on before they just snowball.
0: And the process of taking ownership within conflict is something we inherently don't like to do as humans. Typically what we do is we put up the defense mechanism of denial. Hey, like, it's not my fault. You pissed me off. I got mad. I have a right to be mad. And yeah, you might be upset, but you don't have a right to hurt someone else's feelings in return. It's your duty to find that empathy, find that compassion, share your love, come back together and unite. And unite. The people that you spend time with every single day, the family, the friends, the partners, the spouses, the co workers, the people that you're really spending all of your waking hours with, deserve to be treated well and they deserve to treat you well. Conflict is going to happen, fractures are going to happen, but if left unattended, it puts you on very unstable ground. One of the best things that you can do is think about the relationships in your life. First, think about your home. Think about the mistakes that you've made that you haven't owned up to, that you've swept under the rug, that you haven't addressed, and take the time to sit down with someone you care about, sit next to them, take a walk, and just say, can I talk to you for a minute? I've done some things that I'm just not really proud of. I haven't treated you that well, and you deserve better than that. But having that conversation with them is going to create a wave of relief over both of you. You're going to be releasing energy that has been pent up, negative energy that you have towards each other that doesn't need to exist and impede you from living through the true self and really fostering peaceful, loving relationships with the people closest to you.
1: Now let's talk about a different kind of situation you might be having in a relationship. What does one do if, and I've been in this situation before where, You have repeating conflict, but it's not because of a situational thing. It's because of like who that person is and you're just not aligned with that person at the end of the day. And maybe it's because you can't accept a character trait about them or something that's really core to who they are. Like, how would you even begin to address that kind of conflict? Because I think that can be what's hiding under the surface of a lot of different little things that come up in a relationship and sometimes it's just the fact that you haven't accepted the entire dynamic in your relationship.
0: I think the key word there is acceptance. Sometimes we want the people in our lives to act a different way, to be a different person. And the reality is, is we do have fixed traits. We have personality characteristics. We have families we grew up in. We have emotional baggage that we carry with us and all of that impacts our actions. And there's certain things in life that we can take the time to look inward and work through. And there's other things that are just natural. If someone's an introvert, they're going to be an introvert. They might develop some skills to be more social, but if they like to be quiet and that's where they feel comfortable, that's how they're going to be. They're not going to all of a sudden change for you. And I think coming to terms with the inner workings and understanding and speaking the language of another human, not the language of the country they're from, but the language of the personality type and finding that common ground. You know, we want a lot of other people to attend to us, to speak our language, but the best communicators can speak the language of everyone else. So, you know, there's always going to be people in your home that you just don't get, whether it's your parents, your siblings, there's always going to be friends or acquaintances or people at work that You don't understand how they could even act the way they do or how they see the world the way that they do, and that's okay. They have their own life experience, their own journey that they're on, and at this moment, you're part of it. And with them being part of your journey and being a difficult person for you to communicate to or be around or collaborate with, it gives you a chance to understand the dynamics of someone else And become better as a communicator by shifting your approach from trying to get the attention of me to trying to build the relationship of we. And that's what this is about. It's about the world of we and how we come together. And then when you have acceptance from each other, the power within that is you start to create a shared perspective. And that's what cognitive diversity is, that diversity of expression of thoughts or of ideas And when you have that mutual respect and understanding of each other's differences, you unite and those superpowers come together. So you really want to focus on uniting, coming together, and that requires conversation. I think one of the challenges we face right now is so many people are in their phones, they're in social media, and typically in these forums, conversations are anything but constructive. You know, someone might have a constructive thought, but it's met with destructive frequencies. There's conflicts that's happening between people and they're airing their grievances in huge social spheres with millions of people watching. And that's inviting more negative commentary. It doesn't always require sitting down next to each other and having a long, heartfelt conversation, but. A nice conversation at breakfast or during a break during the day or finding those micro moments when you can find that common ground, fuse back together the fractures. That's what it's going to take to have meaningful relationships in your life with the people that sleep under the same roof as you. Those are the most important people like seal those fractures now before it's too late, before the divides grow so large that you never forgive one another. You never forgive one another and you might not talk to each other for your whole life. That's no way to live with the people closest to you.
1: And if you find that you truly can't accept something about someone that's core to who they are, that they really can't change, I mean, people are who they are at the end of the day. Like people can work on themselves and improve, but personality traits are really difficult to change, especially as people get older. So if you find that you just simply can't accept it, like ask yourself if this is really a relationship you want to be in. Like, I guess. Also, what is the pain versus the good moments? I guess to also ask yourself that, like what percentage of time am I upset, angry, crying, distressed versus like happy, content, loving, peaceful? If you find that that percentage is way off and 90% of the time you're in a really bad place with this person, whether that's a romantic partner or a friendship It might be time to walk away. That's okay too. I think that, you know, we're not compatible with everyone. And while we want to work through conflict in a productive way, if it's a relationship that we need to be in with something like work or if you're in a long term marriage or something that you need to really work on, there are some relationships that just aren't good or aren't right for us. And that's okay too.
0: And if you do choose to walk away, you can still love them for who they are. You might not just be compatible to be in love with them to have that long-term relationship. So you have to pick and choose your battles. You know, mm-hmm. Conflict's a part of life. It's not easy. You're going to have it with loved ones. You're going to have it with your parents. You're going to have it with siblings, with people at work. And create that pause. Create that space. Give yourself time. Come with a clear head, an open heart. Have honest conversations. Apologize when needed ask for forgiveness, and move forward with meaning. Thank you so much for joining in. Always remember you have a choice. Take an active role in your own evolution. Know your true self.